Hi guys, I'm Liza. And I'm Jeremy. And this is the Parent Skills Podcast. Well, hello, hello. I think we can officially say we are in our final installment without Kurt Johnston. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, unless we're just booting him out now. We've gotten used to him not being here, for better or worse. I mean, I do miss his quips and his wittiness and his ability to summarize things well. You know what? There's a little level of the fun factor that is not here. You know, that Kurt brings. I'll just say that. Totally. Yeah. Well, and then it's you and I. We're married and it's just kind of I mean, funny yeah. and strange and wonderful. Who wants to hear from two married people here? You don't want to hear a little. <laughs> yeah. I want to interject Kurt in the Yeah, mix, we got to so. have Kurt in the mix in here. Yes. Well, if you are just joining us, this is our Parent Skills Podcast. And normally, uh, Kurt Johnston and I host it. And my sweet husband, producer, friend, whatever Kurt calls you, intervenes. You is the utility player mostly runs the sound, but you get to step up to the plate. As oh, the day he let me have a microphone was a great day. Yeah, <laughs> so great. Um, but we are excited to be um, back and rounding out things, I think, in the month of August or maybe we're in September. I don't even know anymore. But uh, sweet Kayla has agreed to come back. Or she might have just been hanging out here still. <laughs> we won't tell you the truth. But uh, because, not because we're going to necessarily focus more on the 202. I mean, I know that there's two hours, two days worth of stuff we could talk about for sure. But I think as we were talking, just that reminder of when parenting gets hard. Because it is not always going to be easy. Even if you read every manual, even if you are deep in God's word and following whatever his spirit is leading you to do, there are going to be moments that it's going to get hard. I know, especially transitioning into parenting, it is hard because you are going from either um, just married life or single living, whatever it is, you're 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 making this transition from you are a single individual human being or you're with your spouse singly individually to then there is a whole life that is depending upon you and that your friends, your family members, they don't necessarily understand that transition. But obviously that's not the only time. The parenting is hard. I mean, I'm sure that there are parents of adult kids, parents of teenagers, parents of elementary school, parents generally, period, that would say parenting gets hard. I, I think you can't say parenting without saying hard in there somewhere because it is. Not easy. Yeah, it's, it's synonymous. Absolutely. So it's not when parenting gets hard. It's, it's when parenting is hard, period. Yeah. Yeah. Parenting equals or hard. parenting yeah. is hard. Yeah. Yes. But... Kayla, tell us a little bit about, you did such a great um, job as we were debriefing about sharing just some of the things that you had to really shift, whether it's a mindset shift or just very practical, tactical when you became a parent. Yeah. Gosh. And everything easy shifts. <laughs> everything yes. shifts. Um, yeah. I think, you know, when you are pregnant and you're, you know, you have nine months essentially to prepare for what parenting is going to look like and you think that you have it nailed down you think like yeah we're going to do this this we're going to go have date nights we're going to have game nights with our friends we'll just bring our baby with us we were like yeah our baby will just stay up late and like go to the movies with us and then we have a baby and we're like oh that's not going to happen um and i think just recognizing like okay your relationships are going to change friendships are going to change your family dynamic things like holidays and you know birthday parties that used to be Mm -hmm. so easy you just show up now become you know, more stressful and you have to bring a whole arms full of things as well as your child. Yeah, honestly. Um, And I think, you know, you know that a little bit in the back of your mind, but you don't realize it until you're in it um, of just how much things shift. And I think for us, 
you know, we just had to learn, okay, nothing is going to be the same, but we will find new ways to do things and we will find new things and new hobbies and, you know, new dynamics with friends that are in some ways even better. And even though it's different, maybe not what we planned, you know, there's always going to be a way to figure it out. And, you know, we now host the game nights at our house so that our kids can go to bed and we fight to kind of make those relationships work and keep our friendships intact Um, because it would have been a lot easier just to say, hey, no, we're only going to be friends with people who have kids our same age because that's just what a life phase we're in right now. And that's easier. But the reality is a lot of our friends don't have kids because we did have kids so young. And so I think a huge thing for us was just, hey, we want to keep this friendship intact. We want to keep this friendship strong. We love you. So if it works for you guys, can you just come to our house? You know, little shifts like that and, you know, friendships, family. Yeah, that make a big difference. Well, I love it for those who might be listening that don't even have kids yet. First, well done. You're preparing in advance. Um, but reality check as much as you want that life is going to just stay the same and you're just going to add on the sweet little bundle of joy and a baby Bjorn or a sling or whatever. That's probably not going to happen. So we just are giving you a straight up reality check first and foremost. But I love that you said it's basically just finding new ways. It doesn't mean that now. For Kaylin Colton, you are younger parents, which is awesome. But that doesn't mean now you cut out all your younger friends who Mm -hmm. don't have kids and say, sorry, we have a baby. We have two babies and we just can't be friends anymore. Mm -hmm. You have to find new ways of how to do things, new routines, whether it's just a small shift of, well, friends are coming to our house. I know that we've done that when we've done small group where it can feel impossible, right? Mm -hmm. To like, how on earth are we going to ever do small group? We can't get a babysitter to watch. We think, what did we add up to one point? Like 19 kids. Like that would be insanity. But a new way was for us is we had friends that they had family that they put them to sleep and we just small group at eight o'clock at night. Yeah, nine, nine o'clock. Yeah, whenever, yes. whenever they, they came were to asleep. our house and our kids were asleep. Now, yeah. that may not work for everybody, but the point is finding new ways. It's not sticking to the box of, well, no, we do this at six o'clock and we always go to this person's house. It's like, well, no, we might do it differently. We might try it differently, but mm-hmm. finding new ways for sure. What else about, so obviously for you and Colton, it probably wasn't always an easy marital ride as far as parenting came in. And I'm sure your marriage wasn't just still as blissfully easy and wonderful. (laughs) So how did that shift and what, what would you share for, you know, new to be parents or even parents that are struggling and balancing that marriage side too? Yeah. Um, I think, you know, all of a sudden you go from being able to do, you you have basically date night every night because you don't have a kid. So (laughs) you just hang out with each other all the time and you're so in tune with each other's day and each other's emotions and If you don't have kids, you should probably have more date nights. Or if you are for some reason listening or you have friends that don't have kids, date nights. Enjoy it. Yes. Um, Yeah. And so I think all of a sudden you kind of lose that intuity with your partner of like what I used to know everything about your life and now all we talk about is our kid or when we're together all we do is take care of this kid and so I think yeah making a priority for sure to spend time together without your child is huge Um, and yeah I think for us just when things get hard recognizing that communication I mean that's so cliche communication is key but I think it really is of something that was huge for us was just naming our expectations of okay today it's a Saturday. I would love to sleep in and I would love at some point to go to the park with the kids. So like in the morning saying, hey, this is kind of what my ideal day would look like. What would your ideal day look like? 
And maybe for him, he wants to play video games for an hour, but I want to nap for an hour. So we schedule that and we'll make it work. And being able to kind of share and communicate our expectations for the day um, was huge of just making sure we both kind of have our individual time. But we also, you know, can both go do something fun together with the kids and planning for that so that neither of us is maybe disappointed by how the day went at the end of the day. I mean, there still will be those times, but I think communicating what your yeah. expectations are for the day is huge because the day can just get away from you and you yeah. realize you were changing diapers all day. And <laughs> Well, I love that you cl- clearly clarify what communication is because you're right. It can be cliche of like, oh, well, our marriage is struggling because we're not communicating well. But what does that look like then to communicate well? It doesn't mean that you just suddenly start talking more um, and that just magically happens. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I think that's a very practical, tactical mm-hmm. thing of communicating very clearly with your spouse what you need. And I'm not hearing that you did it in a demanding way where it's like Colton put his foot down and said, I'm having videos, games for an hour and leave me alone. It's right. like, hey, I would like this. Mm-hmm. How can we make this work? Like this. Mm-hmm. And there may be days, right, that you're like, well, today we can't because we're going somewhere all day. Yep. But okay, but I hear your need and maybe tomorrow let's figure this out because yeah. you're right. You want to be in a great place where individually you feel nourished and not at a point of drained out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's that give and take too of, you know, okay, maybe yesterday you didn't get that time that you needed to kind of recharge. So how can I work and maybe go out of my way to give you that time today? And, mm-hmm. you know, you are a team and recognizing that you have the same goal and you both want each other to succeed and be happy and you want your kids to be happy. So how can you do what you need to do to make sure that your partner is, you know, experiencing whatever the alone time they need or the friend time that they need? You know, sometimes one of us just needs to go to the movies with a friend at night. It's like, hey, can you put the kids to bed? And, you know, maybe I'm having a rough week and I have been up with the kids early for three days in a row. And Colton, you know, Colton's great about saying, hey, these are my kids just as much as they are your kids. So let me like you don't need to, I think as a mom, I feel a lot of the responsibility to take on more of that role. And he's great about stepping up and saying, you know, I got it. You're fine. You know, like you take a break, we'll help each other out. And so I think, yeah, that give and take of when your partner needs something, being attuned to that and recognizing when they need that extra help. So mom's recognizing, I mean, I I feel the same. I get it that whether you work full time or you work part time or you don't work at all, that it, we can carry that onus because we carried the baby literally mm-hmm. into existence. Even if you didn't carry the baby, I think it's just kind of that maternal nature to mm-hmm. feel like, oh, I have to do more of the parenting. But I love that if you do have a partner to lean in and say, hey, I really need a break or I need this. And even if you don't have a partner, that it's like, okay, I need to lean into a friend mm-hmm. or a family member because you can't do it alone. You know, that the world is not on the shoulders of moms alone, for yeah. sure. And well, and I'll, I'll speak from the dad side of things because especially when they're newborn, you feel, I mean, in some ways you feel powerless because mm-hmm. you're like, oh, I can't provide, I, I'm not going <laughs> to feed this child. child, I'm not going to do all that. But um, I think I think the thing that we found that works well for us and works for me just as a guy and just my personality is I just have a clearly defined task and role. Mm-hmm. So like for instance, when we had the newborns, I knew that baby's crying. It wasn't roll over, Liza, you get the baby. Is no, I get up, I change their diaper. Get them ready. Hand them over to her, <laughs> and then I go to sleep. But <laughs> but I knew, I knew that, and that was a simple way that helped her though, and something that I could do. And And there might be things, you know, on that Saturday that, you know, hey, I can't meet all those maternal needs for my kids but there's definitely plenty of things i can do as a dad mm-hmm. still and you know if you're a dad out there and you're you're hearing this i mean yeah i hear that as well it's like okay what are what are some of the the tasks for lack of better terms that, that i could take on and they might this? not be glorious 
Yeah. They're little, changing a diaper, warming yeah. up the bottle, yeah. taking a drive with your kiddo in the car, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. But it's those mm -hmm. little things that will yeah. definitely yeah. help. But, and I'll just say this. That's also a tip for the moms out there. If you're trying to get your husband, the dad, more engaged, give them something measurable. Yes. Say, hey, here's a very actionable thing you can do, very tangible. Yes. Just the way our brains I work. I just need more help or I want yeah. to be more involved is yeah, not clear. Yeah, it goes back clear. to yeah. that yeah. expectation. Hey. Yeah, yeah. Hey, mm -hmm. I, if you could just do the diapers, that yeah. would be huge. Exactly. And yeah, giving, laying out that expectation and giving them that yeah. job. Your diaper dad, go, you know, <laughs> whatever that is. <laughs> yes. Well, you mentioned too, Kayla, that even then the communication is hard because it is you and Colton and this baby 24-7, it feels like. I mean, granted, I know, not literally 24-7, maybe Colton's at work, but... But how did you guys manage that and or how do you or how do you want to if you're not as far as that like okay maybe communication isn't working and it's mm -hmm. not getting through and parenting is really hard and our marriage is even really hard and I'm kind of done talking to you right now. Yes sometimes you definitely just need to talk to someone else because mm -hmm. those early days of parenting you're really especially when your husband's on paternity leave and you're on maternity leave together it's like wow we just start talking to each other a lot. <laughs> Um, we're only with each other all day. And so I think finding, you know, whether that's a family member, um, a friend or even a therapist for us has been mm -hmm. huge. We both separately see our own therapists. Mm -hmm. And of course, um, we would go to therapy together if we needed that. But in this season, I think we just kind of need our own outlet of our separate therapist to talk to and just kind of process through what parenting is like for us. And that's been huge because we each kind of get to debrief to someone who, you know, you don't want to be kind of talking through those marriage struggles maybe all the time with someone that is also a friend of your spouse sometimes it's nice to just have someone who is an unbiased third party who can kind of you know we both see christian counselors which is huge because they can kind of point us back to the lord and help us seek that um but yeah that's been a game changer for us is you know when i felt angry or when i started to feel different triggers coming up with the newborn phase or our babies you know when they were younger i just recognized like okay Colton's not going to be able, you know, neither of us, we're human. We don't have our PhD. Not all of us are MFTs. <laughs> like, flies over even here. then, it's not helpful all the time. <laughs> but we don't have all the skills, you know, to be able to communicate. We do our best, but sometimes yeah. it's helpful to bring in a professional and say like, hey, can yeah. you help me communicate? I want to talk to my spouse about this. Can you help me practically learn how to communicate this to him? Yeah. No, that's huge. Getting that personal support, whether it is, I mean, I like that reminder that Christian counseling is especially powerful just for that scriptural, biblical base. But counseling is not just if you are struggling with something with mental illness. Mm -hmm. It can't just be like, I'm struggling with being a parent. I'm struggling with who I am because sometimes we can lose our identities in the parenting, you know, in all these transitions. So, I mean, that's a huge encouragement. And guys, I know at Saddleback, we are blessed to have a pastoral care ministry where there's lay counseling for free. Yeah. If that is something that whether you're in the area or maybe at your church, that's an opportunity to meet with your pastor, or maybe it is seeking more of a professional Christian counselor who, whether insurance covers it or whatever, but definitely don't be afraid to ask for help. And I love that you guys prioritize individual counseling. Yeah. You know, we do premarital counseling. I think we should do pre baby counseling <laughs> oh i love it oh wow there's a ministry pre-baby pre counseling pre-marital hey that might be that's the true. new ministry in our pastoral it's true pre baby yeah if anything that's probably almost a bigger yeah sometimes, some sometimes for sure okay. yes no well those are so those are some great reminders i mean just finding new ways to do things because i think when parenting gets hard we can get stuck in that rut of maybe if i just keep doing the same thing and push for it more it'll breakthrough but that definitely doesn't happen most of the time so mm -hmm. finding new ways to do it 
communicating. Communicating your needs clearly is definitely what I heard because we can communicate and do a lot of talking. But if it's not clear what we need, then Mm -hmm. that's inevitably where fights break out or we're just frustrated with our spouse. So definitely communicating our needs and doing our best to meet one another's needs when we can. And then getting help, you know, whether that is a friend or family member that you can talk to. But you made a great point that sometimes it's not going to be helpful to talk negatively about our spouse. And not that you go to counseling just to berate and criticize your partner, but you need somebody who's a third party, who's neutral, who can just speak truth and love into your life, especially through some awesome Christian counseling. So thank you, Kayla. You are, maybe that's what we do is we replace Kurt with Kayla. (laughs) Did you have to say that out loud? He might be listening to this. Oh no. I thought that was actually a test. I don't know. know. (laughs) Yes. But thank you, Kayla, so much for sharing. And guys, we would love to have you visit saddlebackparents.com if you haven't. And even on that last note and point, if you need help finding Christian counseling, our um, dear Jennifer Norheim has a video up there or two, I believe, as uh, helping you find mental health support or just Christian counseling and how and where do you start. So check it out. We are so grateful for this time and we'll talk to you next time.